0: Hey, it's Cousin Vinny here on the Cousin Vinny Network here in beautiful Crystal River, Florida at our studios. Boy, I, you know, what I want to do is before we get into our guest, Rick, let's do just a quick maybe recap of our last podcast. That was really enlightening. Uh, it was your first one. And, and, and you know, I, I think people really got a lot out of it. So, you know, give me just a little recap since our, our last. Uh,
1: yeah, the uh, our first uh, podcast, we uh, talked about gun stores yeah and shopping for uh, shopping for your your firearms and some do's and don'ts and some hints and um uh you're right. Uh, we got a lot of a uh, lot of good response, uh, good uh, good feedback, and uh, uh, I was pleased with it. I think it's a very important subject given the uh, the times we're in now, uh, especially the amount of people that are uh, new coming, uh, you know, coming to uh, coming to the f- uh, firearms activity, and whether it be for their own personal or family protection, or for sport, or whatever whatever reason uh, uh, they they come to it. Uh, it is necessary that they make wise decisions from right from the beginning uh, a poor decision insofar as uh, the type of uh, firearm that you should have or you're comfortable with uh, your reasons for having it you know these are all critical decisions for you to enjoy uh, your your firearms and your uh, your your future with your firearms because if you make wrong decisions uh, on that uh, in that regard chances are you're going to be one of those people that take your firearm home throw it in a drawer and forget about it, or go out to the range once, uh, have a bad experience out there, and once again, uh, you know that's the end of your uh, your illustrious firearms career, and it's a shame because uh, it's a uh, it's a. In my fair opinion, it's a critical uh, right that we have in our country, and it's an important, uh, it's a critically important right. Uh, but also, in today's world, I think it's necessary. Uh, I think you have to be realistic about where we're at and know that, uh, you know, God love the police, uh, but they, uh, are, they uh, can do very little actually to stop a crime in progress. Uh, if they're there, that's great. Right, right. Uh, but the odds of them actually being there when, when the bad guy's doing his thing, it's pretty small. Uh, if someone is trying to break into your house at three in the morning chances are the police aren't going to be there to stop that right let right. you got to get real about mm-hmm. it so um again uh i don't want to belabor this but uh it was i think important to, to talk to folks uh who uh, subscribe to our uh, uh to our newsletter and to our podcast just to review uh the uh the importance of making informed decisions when you're uh, uh when you're looking for a firearm and uh and again, what what we really did, to tell you the truth, to sum it all up, is we brought in uh, we brought in an expert, uh, a gun store owner who's uh, highly respected, and I know him personally. And uh, you know, the, the message was: look, there's help out there for you. You don't have right. to. You don't have to just run, you know, run off someplace. And because you saw a magazine article or a magazine advertisement about a particular firearm, that well, that looks pretty cool, and I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, These are not good ways of making your selection if you're going to get involved in this, and there is uh, expertise out there for you, Uh, including, you know, quite frankly, there's good information on on the internet, Uh, there's bad information on the internet, but at least it's a start, and uh, then you can take that that basic information, and uh, you can go to uh, a a qualified uh, gun store, uh, for for instance, and, uh, you know, spend some time with the people there and make sure that they're willing to spend the time, you feel comfortable with them, and you can get their, their consultation as well. Uh, you might have a good friend who really uh, has some expertise, not only just in their own mind, but <laughs> <tru- truly have some expertise. You know, if you have a neighbor, for instance, who's, say, say, have served some time in the military, maybe he's ex-law enforcement or whatever, it's not a bad start to, to get some preliminary consultation with. That's That was not such a uh, short summary No, but that's okay. Show. But, you know,
0: Rick, I mean, you know, your organization, you know, Home Guard Associates is trying to educate the consumers out there that maybe not aren't members of your organization. So this is a good tool for them to listen and, and kind of get guidance. And if they have questions, they can get a hold of you. Right. This is the whole purpose behind this.
1: Right. Well, and I, I should say, uh, just uh, you know, full disclosure is I am a director of a home garden. We do uh, uh, do a lot of things in the educational field, but also I am the uh, the regional recruiter for the NRA, and uh, the NRA uh, uh, has a wealth of information that's uh, that's available, uh, and training uh, that's available by certified instructors. Right. And we touched on this last time too. Is that uh, you know. Uh, The the NRA is a tremendous source for people, uh, especially people new coming into this, of uh, where they can find qualified instructors, uh, where they can find additional information and that type of thing. So there's a plug for the NRA.
0: Yeah. Okay, Rick. So go ahead and and introduce your guest today so that we can... uh...
1: Okay. Well, building on that, uh, actually, there's a logical sequence to this. And, uh, you know, we talked about the procuring your firearm Mm -hmm. and once you get it however uh, there is a next step and that next step is to become familiar uh, with it and uh, know how it you know make sure that it's right for you and that you're comfortable with it and you know how to use it properly uh, for instance and you have fun with it Uh, it's it it's should be fun as well your your training uh, you know done correctly and whatever it should uh, you know it's not all gloom and doom and you know i'm going to save my family's life, and all. that's fine. Uh, but also you want to enjoy this experience, uh, experience as well. And uh, one of the ways that you can do that is to go out to a range. Mm-hmm. and uh, I thought it would be an excellent idea uh, to bring in someone that's very familiar with uh, with range, uh, range operations. Uh, he's a friend of mine. Uh, we've known each other for a long time, and I know he knows what he's talking about, so I wanted to bring him uh, uh, in, and it's uh, Wayne Sessa, and uh, let me turn it over to Wayne, and you can tell us a little bit about your background, uh, at least that which is not under court order not to disclose. So, uh, but, but you can tell us the tell us the rest of your well, story. Well,
2: well, Rick. First off, I, I want to say thank you for having me here today. I really appreciate it, and thank you, Vinny, for hosting. Um, I've got uh, uh, my background is uh, it's it's pretty long. Um, it's uh, I started when I was thirteen with firearms. So uh, you know, going up to Pennsylvania, I used to. I used to be uh, uh, dealing with shotguns there and stuff like that, shooting targets. But uh, further on down the road, I joined the Air Force. I, I did 21 years there. And all the, all the time that I was in there, I was still involved in hunting and uh, using firearms for recreational purposes. Um, every so often, I did some defensive stuff, I mean, that the Air Force trained you with, you know, uh, according to my job. And then after that, after I got out, which was in 97. I uh, It brought me to Citrus County because my parents had uh, retired down here. And uh, make a long story short, I came down, stayed with my mom because she was by herself, and I wasn't married at the time. So um, I came down, and the first thing I did was look for a range. Hernando Sportsman's Club, good place. I um. I found it back in 97, so that's about 23 years already. Um, I've been involved with it ever since. I'm an NRA instructor, a certified instructor, and a training director for the club and also a training counselor for the NRA, which means that I can certify instructors. And um, we're we're, um, really, really on the cusp of things because we want to make sure that other people that are trained – uh, as NRA instructors and also range officers and things like that at the club, they are they know what they're doing. So we make sure that we, we teach them the right way, and that they uh, follow uh, the NRA rules and stuff. So uh, with that, uh, that that's my little intro.
0: Hey Wayne, yes, because there may be others listening that don't. Where is the club located?
2: Uh, the club is located. Um, well, if you're coming from the south, okay, it's uh, nine miles. Um, north of Highway 50 mm-hmm. On the left side of US-19 It's in the heart of the Chazawiska. We have 80 acres Wow And um, there's no encroachment uh, Unless the state sells land the, the club will be there For a long time uh, it, It's a good place It's, it's, it's nice out there um, We've got plenty of spread So it's, it's really a nice area uh, what, For what? shooting
1: yeah, in so far as the location, Vinny, I'm glad that you brought that yeah. up because it's a it's a no fault of the clubs. But it's mm-hmm. a little problematic because uh, it is right, uh, right, right off of nineteen. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be going there.
0: Uh, it's on the west side of the highway. I've seen the sign. West side. Yeah, I've right. seen that. I've seen the sign many yeah. a time going to Clearwater. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, wow, that's really an odd place.
1: Yeah, but the uh, the you know there there are restrictions for the type of signage that the club can can right. can put up there. So it's not you know it's not readily visible, especially if you're going by you know the typical seventy miles an hour. On, right. <laughs> that's correct. A, a, a nineteen. So, so, so if you're
0: yeah. coming, if you're going. South on if 19, you're going south from, from 90, home, Assassin. yeah, from say from 98 uh, from 98 it's about four miles. All right, so it's about four miles four from miles, the sorry, 98. Right.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, and you uh, just have to, uh, you know, when, once you get to around that mileage, you just have to pay attention, and because mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be a quick turn off, and and, and, and that's all that true. Business, that's so. true.
2: There is a there is a uh, welcome uh, sort of like a right. one of those stretch flags, and um, we do have the sign inside off of 19 just a tad. Okay. And then we also have our gate there. So turn off, go in. It's about a mile in, okay, on the right, and uh, really, really nice club. We have we have uh, lots of resources there for people what, to enjoy themselves.
0: What are the days and the hours again? Because this may be someone who's listening. Has- well,
2: because of the the COVID thing, mm-hmm. um, we yep. kind of we kind of. Shortened our our days that we operate. Uh, We operate from Thursday to Sunday now. Okay. Um, Normally, we were open from Tuesday to Sunday, but we cut off two days. And actually, we added one recently. We were open Friday through Sunday. Now we added Thursday, mm-hmm. so I think maybe by the end of the year they might be in full swing again. Um, the Tuesday and the Wednesdays are pretty good for trapping, and skeet, and um, and uh, you know just general shooting. But there, the weekends are very crowded.
1: Any other restrictions besides your the days and hours? Once you're out there, is there any distancing or masking? Or um, any, mm? no,
2: there's no, there's no. Well, I mean, you know, they they suggest that you can get on the table and and then the tables are separated by about six feet anyway. So it's not right. They were already done
0: that way. Correct.
2: And the range officers stand back. So they're, they're not exposed. And, you're encouraged to wear a mask, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever you want to do to keep yourself safe, right? Um, you can bring some, uh, you know, hand sanitizer. The club has hand sanitizer, and uh, also. Um, but getting back to the hours, um, we're open uh, during the week, like Thursday and Friday, from nine to two, mm-hmm. okay, and then on Saturday and Sunday from nine to three. Okay, all right? Um Thursday nights. They have a night shoot from five till nine. Mm. Um, don't know if it's limited right now, um, but um, the best thing to do is to call the club, mm-hmm. um, you know, and uh, and see exactly what they're doing okay. because they can change. So right. I'm not Since there constantly. Touched
1: on. It, I'm sure we'll mention it later uh, mm-hmm. as well. But do you have the number handy? At yeah, point? it's so three five two
2: five nine seven nine nine three
1: one
0: okay we'll do it again Ah.
1: Uh, also you touched on on you know the different things that are available at the uh, at the range Mm -hmm. and uh, like uh, maybe to give that some emphasis because it's uh, it really is uh, kind of unique I think Uh, as I I also want to make it clear to people that this is a a totally uh, outdoor outdoor range correct uh, insofar as uh, insofar as uh, shooting is concerned which I think is a really big positive it's worth noting though in case of inclement weather or whatever you just even though a lot of the stations are covered uh, you know are covered uh, and anyway. and
2: sometimes the little gnats that annoy you but other than that uh, no I mean, hey we yes exactly we are in the woods so you yeah. know you take precautions bring out some spray or whatever but uh, you know there's all these these things that we we can tell you about you know so uh, the,
1: at the at the facility itself uh mm-hmm. they obviously the uh, uh there's a rifle shooting uh there's a pistol a pistol, uh, pistol uh, yes there's, uh, there's there's several
2: ranges um uh well let's begin with the clubhouses we have a we have a very very large building that's what i was going to get to next and one. that okay. is that is used for um we were hosting our gun shows in brooksville uh, but we since moved over to our club, now we utilize our building fully, and we have our gun shows there. The next gun show, by the way, will be um, August 8th and 9th. Mm, uh, on my birthday. On that weekend, yeah. So um, we do use that. Um, it's very nice. It's air-conditioned, uh, lots of space. And the vendors um, who, are, who are using it uh, really enjoy it. So that's one of the things. Then we have another double-wide trailer down there. Down a little ways from that, and that's our clubhouse, and our um, you know, we we keep all our we sell things from behind the counter there. We have a snack bar. We host uh, so many different things. I mean, um, you know, and we've got we've got um, uh, lots of food to serve. We've got hamburgers, hot dogs, uh, chicken, you know, breakfast sandwiches. Wow! So it's a really nice it's a really nice venue. You can go in there and you can. Um, you can get whatever you want. You know, you can eat a little something, get some coffee, take your time, mosey on down to the range, which is about probably a hundred yards from the clubhouse. Uh, that's that's what we call the open range. Um, we have. I'll start from the beginning. When you go in, you go you go to open range, and that's that's open to the public. We have several other ranges going across the 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 entire. Um, property. Okay. Um, so we we the first range we'd come upon is our tr- uh, skeet and trap range. We do that. Uh, we've got after that we've got a fifty yard training range which we use for all our classes and our uh, a little twenty two rifle things and things like that. But I'll get into that later. Um, after that we have our we have a open range which consists of a fifteen um, yard range twenty five. 50, and 100 yard. It's all covered. It's got fans, and it's manned by uh, by uh, NRA certified range officers. So $15 to shoot all day long. Wow. Okay, you can't beat it. And the public is welcome, of course. Uh, so we're open to the public. The uh, After that, we've got uh, a 200-meter range, okay, which for long-range rifle. Uh, we're thinking about trying to put in a 600-meter, uh, meter but that's going to be a little while yet you know so um, we're talking about something like that but down uh, down past there we've got all our pocket ranges and that's where that's what we use for all the other kind of shooting events that we host constantly so the range is full our calendars full we expect you know when people come they follow the rules and that's all that we require
1: Wayne, mean uh, also uh, you do have uh, skeet Shooting. Yes. Trap shooting. Yes. And there is an archery component as well. That
2: it? is correct. On the, the opposite side of the street <clears> runs <throat> is an archery range. And, um, so be- there's
1: lots to do. Oh, tons
2: of stuff. Yeah, to do. you, can, you, you, you t- can keep yourself busy constantly. You
1: yeah. touched on the uh, on the daily fee, but the, the club also is a club. That's and right, has, uh, and has memberships available as well. Yeah, and I'm
2: glad you mentioned that, Rick. Um, the point is, uh, when you come when you come in there, if you want to become a member, if you want to become a member, you can uh, join for three hundred dollars, one hundred dollar initiation fee. The three hundred dollars is a one time fee, mm. and um, then after that, it's uh, $100 a year. Oh! But when you join, your family becomes members <laughs> also. So anyone under the age of 21 and your wife, of course, become members of the club. Oh! So you don't have to be there. They can be there. Plus, you get a gift card uh, with five, five guest uh, shots. So you can bring a guest
1: five times for no fee at all.
0: To let them try it and see if they yeah, like it or yeah, interested, yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: And just to, just to reemphasize it, mm-hmm. so there's no confusion, is that yeah. uh, uh, you don't have to be a member to to show up and shoot uh, that is correct and, and it gives you the opportunity to what uh, check things out and try before and, you buy right and then try if you want to you, you become buy. a member and then of course you well when you go out there and shoot your uh, is it you pay a dollar or something I think to shoot you as pay a member you, or something right uh, if
2: you're a, yeah it's just a dollar for it. once you're a member your okay. price goes down from 15 a day to one dollar so, uh, so you can you can you yeah. can give
1: your time uh, give yourself time to assess just how many times you're going to be going to the range and and, and all that make a good uh, good decision from there, but it sounds like a great a great program great reasonable mm-hmm. uh, reasonably priced uh, price program as well so right. and the and what I started off on this now i'll just reemphasize this the reason i wanted to, to do this is the amount of uh new people that are coming to mm-hmm. uh to shooting mm-hmm. it harkens back to the first podcast that you know it's just amazing how many new people are right. are coming right. to it, and uh, to have available a, a quality range. A safe range uh, is uh, to, to me is 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 critical, right? And uh, in regard to that, there's going to be some of this that I'd like to touch on that some of our more experienced shooters are going to know well, mm-hmm. but it uh, it might be good to to, to just revisit uh, revisit some of this stuff, and if, if no other reason, they can serve as uh, as mentors uh, to new uh, to new shooters, which Correct. again is uh, is really is really critical. I know. For us, it's it's kind of hard to remember the first time we went to a range. Mm. Uh, and I, for me, I think it was uh, it was in the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably for you, uh, uh, Vinnie and Wayne, same thing. Uh, but for a lot of people uh, who have not been in the military uh, and they get a firearm, <laughs> uh, the first time going to a range uh, mm-hmm. I think is a – Quite a scary experience. For, Correct. Uh, minus the bluster that some of them might put on. Well, we all know that they're nervous and, and rightly so, and, and maybe thankfully so. Uh, they're you know they're having their hands now a lethal weapon, mm-hmm. it, pot- right. potentially right, and uh, you want you know you want them to be uh, you know to be aware and conscious of uh, of safety rules and regulations and all that business, uh, but you want them to have a good time. So there's a fi- there's a fine uh, a fine balance there. And uh, I know uh, for instance, uh, let me just start off by saying for you know for new shooters or for people who are you know in our audience who might be mentoring new shooters is any responsible range is going to have a set of rules and and regulations and uh, the fir- the first thing uh, when you get to the range uh, I would recommend is is if they're not clearly posted get the range rules from uh, from one of the officers there they might it might be uh, you know in a in a sheet of paper or whatever most of them i think are, are um, I know at your range at every
2: range uh at our range at every every range within our range or our area uh, there's rules posted right as when when you go right in yeah so um, and and
1: and, the, and yeah. i didn't, don't mean to interrupt but, no, but really. my 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 point in that is that you have to read them Mm-hmm. You right. know, don't just glance at them, and, right. and especially as a new shooter, I mean, mm-hmm. stand there and read them. Right. And if you have any questions, questions. Yes. any problems, yes. that's the time to do it. And uh, I'll tell you, if you want a selfish reason for doing that, if you if you don't do that and you get on that firing line and you start making some mistakes uh, at a responsible range, is going to be the range safety officers there. And their job is to provide... Safety. Yep, it's not. That's right. It's not to be your buddy. Uh, nice. It's not to be your mentor. It's not to be your instructor. It's to be uh, sure that the range is safe. And a good range officer is not going to be all that worried about your feelings. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he he will let you know that you have made a serious safety mistake. You know what? It's going to ruin your day at the range. Um, Correct. You know, it's going to hurt your feelings. You are going to maybe be angry or what? What? Whatever. Um, so, but, but here is my point. Yeah. All of that can be almost entirely avoided by before you get on on that range, is understand what that range's rules are. There might be some nuances from one range to the other because of how they're they're set up. So uh, that's, I would say, step one, once you get to the range— is uh, make sure that you understand the rules. And, uh, and, and and once again, if there's any confusion, if you're not quite sure what that means, uh, ask somebody before you take your firearm out of the case.
2: Right. Exactly. And don't walk onto the range with a firearm. Um, this is a, this is the thing. Our range officers are trained, like I said, they're NRA certified. They take a, um, as a matter of fact, I teach the class. So they, I know that when I put a range officer out there, he, he knows all the rules and the way the range operates. Uh, we also have SOPs, which are, you know, applied to our specific ranges within the, our, our property. So, um, all the range officers are trained. If they're going to be a shotgun range officer, there's unique safety considerations. If they are going to be a range officer for open range where the public comes, then there's certainly uh, other safety considerations. The thing is, is you have to deal with, um, if people come in, they do like you were saying, Rick, you know, read the rules. Make sure that, you know, you understand what's going on. And if you don't understand it, ask a question but our range officers are trained to try to be nice, okay a hundred percent unless you're kind of just ignoring what what they they told you to do uh, and you're being blatantly unsafe, then they will have you then they will take you to task on that and and try to try to straighten you out before they tell you to leave
1: right um, and the, the, that's right? the
2: last resort is to have somebody leave the, the We sa- don't want to do that
1: the safety officers are are volunteers too right? that's okay. correct so, everybody. Hmm
2: uh well we we do have a paid range officers mm-hmm. is it chief, are, you have
1: a, a chief uh,
2: yeah we have a uh a c r s o chief range safety officer and then he's he he's in charge of uh all the ranges um he's the guy to go to if um if a range officer has a problem and he 's there they can do that or they can go directly to the office and talk to somebody there but uh basically somebody's always there to uh, and then, of course, we have a reporting procedures, things like that. Uh, but I don't want to get too far into weeds on that stuff. But this is the deal: we want the general public to come over and to really enjoy our range right. and to and to, and to have a really nice shooting experience. Because, um, as you know, you know, uh, because of the way things are changing, there are so many more and more people buying firearms and and want to go shooting. So our range is, is one of the ones that they come to for that, you know.
0: A question I want to interject in mm-hmm. there: It's changing. Now, what is the blend between male-female? How,
2: how's that? You know, uh, The blend is uh, female shooters are increasing. Wow. Uh, big time.
1: I think that's across the board in the industry, uh, mm-hmm. whether it be joining the NRA. Mm-hmm. uh as experienced like on a personal level, I can tell you it's 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 revolutionary mm-hmm. uh, actually how many women have, have come to the nRA joined up uh, buying firearms mm-hmm. and of course the range experience is the same thing. Right. Uh, I stopped out at the range uh in in preparation for this uh, podcast because shame on me, I haven't been there for a while <laughs> ah, <laughs> but, shame uh, on you <laughs> but but I, uh but I was uh amazed honestly, i would say nearly half of the people there. When I was there, were were we're we're women. women. There were a lot, you Mm -hmm. know, a lot of couples. And I got to tell you, five five years ago, God knows, ten years ago, uh, that would that would not have been the experience. Yeah, I I can remember my times
0: going to the range in Clearwater too. There were very few women in there.
2: Very, very few.
1: And uh, now, uh, now
2: because the defense stuff, uh, uh, also, you know, they're concerned. I mean, it's not, it's not and th- and they want to have fun too. Yeah. So they're looking at both sides of the equation here. You have a you have the serious side. Right. And then of course you have the the fun side. Right. So you got to look at you got to look at both sides. So I think every single shooter out there knows if if you've been an experienced shooter, okay, you know the safety rules and you know that shooting is 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 a lot of fun. And these younger kids that are getting married, you know, their wives, they want to share things. So um this is a great thing to share. Right. I mean, you know.
1: I think that there's also a, a growing realization on, on, on people's parts, uh, obviously, including women and, and including younger people. Mm-hmm. That at the end of the day, we're all responsible for our own safety. Right. And I think for a lot of people, one day that light bulb goes off. And they, uh, you know, they, they, they realize that, uh, you know, especially if you have a family, a family or depending on where you live in the country or whatever, you know, it, 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 it's going to take on greater and greater meaning. But I think generally speaking, a lot of people, uh, you know, just get the realization that, uh, you know, this is something that is a responsible citizen or family member or responsible for me. Right. Uh, you know, th- this is something that's legitimate, constitutional uh, right you know right that I have that i that I should uh, you know that I should uh, exercise, hey, you know, I don't want to lose the point, so i'm mm-hmm. I, I know you really shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do it. Let <laughs> me backtrack to uh, the rain safety officers for a mm-hmm. moment and new people right uh fire you know firearms uh, are, are are really very reliable uh, today you know and and it continues to be like that the the whole emphasis is the ease of of of, of their use and, uh, and and you know and their reliability and that type of thing uh however there is a chance when you're out there on a range, and especially as once again a new shooter or mm-hmm. semi new shooter or whatever, mm-hmm. that you're going to have a malfunction.
2: Correct. And
1: again, I think we'll stay out of the stay out of the weeds on this. But there's a variety of things that could uh, you know right. that, that that could happen. As a, especially for a new shooter, you're you're probably not going to you know you're not going to be comfortable with the situation. Mm-hmm. If you've taken an NRA course, or whatever, you're going to basically know you know what to do you know right. safety wise but but again as a new shooter you're probably going to kind of hit the panic button mm-hmm. it's like oh you know now what a lot of times if thing and they don't it doesn't happen very often but a lot of times this is where something goes wrong correct so uh, they start inspecting to see what what's going on looking down the barrel or yeah. exactly yeah. You, know, around, that's you know true. you know yeah, etcetera yeah. start you know or start uh, you know, or they 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 take it out of the station you know, walk Ew. out of, walk out of the station. And start and you know, start yelling for help or whatever. And again, this is uh, just going back to the range safety officers. This is one of the things that can they can be of great help uh, to you. And I'll tell you this: even as an experienced shooter, you're probably better off. Just for your own sake and for liability purposes and whatever is to put uh, just put the firearm down, uh, pointing downrange. Yes, and uh, then uh, signal for uh, uh, that is correct. Signal for some help,
2: and that's the way we teach them. Uh, When they come out, if they're new shooter, uh, a lot of times uh, we recommend that they, they they tell them. This is the first time at the range. Um, they, give, they give them like an enhanced safety briefing. Other guys are recognizable, so it's like, hey, come on in. Uh, they know what they're going to do. They don't have to watch them so much. But the range officers serve a, a, a specific function. And what you just mentioned, Rick, um, it, uh, it, they have to be there in case something like that does happen. Right. And believe me, things crazy things happen. Uh, nothing Nothing, thank, thankfully, at our range, we have a very a, a stellar safety record. You know, No one's ever, I don't even want to talk about that. But You're, you're, point, not gonna,
1: you're knocking on wood at the same time you're saying? <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: point, point is, um, our range officers do a very good job right. keeping everybody safe. Right, that's and the purpose. And that's what they're there, there for. And so this is, this is uh, my point. When you go, come to the range, uh, you don't have to worry about your back. Because mm-hmm. they got your back. Right. And, you know, if, if you've been to indoor ranges sometimes, um, you know, there's no, sometimes there's no range officer. There. No. And guys just go in, they're moving their guns around, they're str- you know, muzzle sweep. And, you know, some people, it's, it's, it could be a dangerous situation. So. Yeah. Um, you know,
1: I, I don't want to let it let it go unsaid either. It mm-hmm. Just, and uh, I've been to the to your ring many, mm-hmm. many times since I said I should mm-hmm. go back. I know the that <laughs> uh, the safety officers are you know guys like us. And I don't know if you have women safety officers. Uh,
2: We we do have some. So
1: uh, they, um, you know, they they do a a, a stellar job. And uh, uh, in most places, I think you'd find they're all responsible, responsible people. And they Mm -hmm. obviously care about safety. Otherwise, they wouldn't be safety officers. Correct. But there is a chance that uh, something is going to happen on a range that they don't see. They can't be. Just like the cop analogy that we did, they can't be Correct. everywhere, every right. every, every right. single second. Correct. So it might be worth mentioning at this point that as a as a shooter out there, if you see a a a, a dangerous situation develop, let's say for instance, uh, you know, some goofball who's 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 you know hasn't read the rules, he's out there, Mr. For the Macho, first time he's right, uh, you, know, right. Exactly. you know, He's maybe had a couple beers before he showed up at the range, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever you have a guy like that out there and all yeah. of a sudden he say he's at his station and he drops something mm-hmm. and he drops it forward onto the range and all mm-hmm. of says oh I've got to go get that yeah. you mm-hmm. know and he, he you know, I've seen it happen Yeah, and he, he steps out there now you next to him have not only a, a right but a responsibility to call a ceasefire that's right you know at there you don't have to wave for the safety officer and all Correct. that stuff you know if you see something and again you you got to use proper judgment on this i mean it has to be really a clear safety violation but if you see it as a shooter mm-hmm. uh, you have the, uh, uh, the the responsibility actually to call yes you do because
2: the, you should monitor range. not only uh, rely on the range officers but you should monitor each other i mean right. uh, if you see somebody doing something by all means you know uh, yeah. whenever you're at any range i right. mean not just stars you just right. mention hey put that gun down and keep the muzzle pointed forward. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah. It,
1: yeah, to put it in pers- perspective too because I don't want I don't want to, you know, get people to get carried away with that. Say right, uh, you right. know, tell you my uh, like a, a, an example that I would use for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, well maybe not. <laughs> but if I saw a guy next to me for instance that, uh, you know, his muzzle discipline was just not so good, and all of a sudden I see it, you know, Waving, getting mm-hmm. a little carried away there. You know, I don't want to ruin my day either. You know? Correct. I don't want to start getting into a pissing match with somebody exactly. and all that stuff. And because uh, you know, a lot of a lot of our fellow guys can get a little strange out oh, of yeah. the range, right? So this is another opportunity, maybe just subtly. You know, you go. You, you know, when 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 uh, you have a chance to, you just get get in with the safety officer. Just tell him, look, just, if you don't mind, keep an eye on this guy. Right. Uh, you know,
2: because he's— Right, know. exactly. So if, yeah. that, if
1: that type of information is coming from the safety officer as opposed to the guy next to him, the chances are it's going to be a, right. lot, a lot better situation for, uh, you know, a lot better situation for everybody. You know, I want to give—you know, I just thought about this. So I'll give you—this is a free tip, so you don't have to— Yeah. Have to, okay. No, have to no, no charge? Why?
2: I like anything free, <laughs>
1: but insofar as uh, insofar as uh, muzzle discipline, I'll tell you a, a yes. good trick that I ran across years ago and still do it. Is uh, on my range bag, whether it be for the uh, rifle or my uh, pistol or whatever, on the range bag, is I will put marker on the on the bag on one side of the bag, and when I when I put the firearm in the bag, I have the muzzle pointing point in, in that direction. In the direction of the uh, of whatever mark is on the bag. And I'll tell you why that's valuable. Is uh, you know a lot of safety officers are very strict, and especially if they don't know you, mm-hmm. yes, you know they're going yeah. to they're going to kind of check you out or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, and you get in your in your station, and you open up that bag, and it's the wrong way, right. and you pull out that firearm, uh, okay. And all of a sudden, the muzzle is pointed back. half ass backwards. All of a sudden, your day is off to a bad start, right? You know, because the safety officer. That's a good tip.
2: That's exactly right. Yeah, the and safety
1: that, officer is going to, uh, it, it rightly so, you know, tell you, hey, you know, it's always got to be, always got to be done. Range, that's so right. You can take a little, you know, magic marker, piece of tape, right? Uh, that's
2: right. Even if you, you know, have a hard case, same thing. Yeah, uh, put just, a piece of red tape in the front. That'll show you where you, which way you lay your gun, and make sure you lay your gun that way. Correct. This way, when you put it on the table, yeah, the range it's is just, hot. You know, it's, you open it you know, it's up just, and it's pointed. You, you just area. gave
0: me an idea for a bag that I have. I got a loop on it when I pull it. I could just put it on there so that yeah, I you know go. when I pull forward it's that's the yeah, that's yeah, where that, it's where it's, right. it's pointed. Yeah, that's yeah, a that's good right. idea. Excellent.
2: Yeah. So that's a that that's that's a very good idea. Yeah. Um you know, and um you know you, you by doing that, like Rick was saying, you know, you, you're not pointing it at somebody that, that you shouldn't be pointing it at. Right. So that's it. And the reason I mentioned before was to please don't walk on the range with a firearm uncased. Right. Um, if you if you have to, then you need to go in there and tell the range officer you've got an uncased firearm because you don't have a case for it, and you want to, you want to take it over there. So um, they'll they'll allow you to do that, but they want you to make it safe. And, and of the, course,
1: the, yeah, the, this this is a good subject, Wayne, and let, let's mm-hmm. touch on it for a while. And that's uh, you talked about, uh, you know, at the range. Mm-hmm. But let's talk just for a bit about before you even get to the range, right? And mm-hmm. what uh, you know, what you need to bring with you. Now, again, for the guys that have been around a long right. time, bear with us. Uh, but for new shooters, a relatively new shooter. For someone who's thinking about doing this. Right. Uh, you know, b- before you get to the range, you should bring... Uh, you should bring-
2: She'd always bring, well, three three things that are very important. Don't forget your ammo. Uh, first things though, is uh, safety glasses. Right. And um, hearing protection. And what I suggest is not only the plugs that go in the ears, but also uh, a a um over 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 the ears uh, protection so that you have two modes there. um if you're shooting a 22 you can maybe get away with it but if you're sitting next to a guy with an AR right you're gonna be very sorry right so you make sure that your ears are protected that's important and your eyes okay yeah. and then um, uh, in your bag your range bag you should have an extra extra set of those so you know hearing protection in case and if you,
1: you if you got one you got none right exactly. Yeah.
2: Exactly. So um, you should have that. You should have um, something to drink in case you're going outside and it's hot. Uh, you should have uh, some uh, uh, safety stuff like uh, band-aids or whatever if you need it. We have all that stuff at the range, but, you know, you never know. So you might cut yourself or whatever. Um,
1: it's it's good to have your own, uh, Wayne, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Because if, uh, you know, it's not uncommon that you're going to get a little cut or nick or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't want it bleeding, uh, you know, over stuff so yeah. you, want, you know if you don't have your own bandages for instance now all of a sudden you have to find the <clears throat> brain safety safe exactly then right. you have to tell them what's going on then he has to bring it over then this is all your range time as right. opposed to reaching right. in your bag getting out a band-aid and 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 exactly and, and fixing you yourself
2: up yeah. and, and don't and, forget
1: your bug spray either
2: that's correct bug spray
1: um your suntan lotion depending on uh, here's uh, something for you if you too. you're
2: outside yeah in the in the in the notes Maybe
0: that would be a list of things to put in the show notes. Uh-huh. A little of a reminder.
2: Yeah, that might be a good thing. And then uh, one thing that we're forgetting um, that's very important is if you're a new shooter mm-hmm. and you're just bringing your gun out there for the first time, bring your owner's manual. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, bring your owner's manual yeah. so that you can refer to it in case you get lost. Okay? Uh, bearing in mind to keep everything safe. In every owner's manual, every manual that I've ever Bought with a gun is the Ten Commandments of firearm safety. Yeah. not a bad thing. You should learn that.
1: Yeah. Okay, and um, yeah, the, man, the manual is, is critical. A lot of people maybe they bought their uh, firearm at a gun show or whatever, and they mm-hmm. or they've lost the original manual and all that stuff. Now is pretty readily available online. either online. Right, that's you can correct, download correct. it, or you that's can correct. call the manufacturer right. and they can uh, you know they they usually have a copy that they can uh, that they can they can send, yeah, they'll, and send out to you. well
2: they want to they want to protect themselves from liability. Right. So what they want to do is they will go out of their way to make sure you have a manual. And on their websites of course you can download everything it comes in PDF sure. and yeah. and boom you're there. So the the and and you don't now that we mentioned that a minute uh, I'm just going to talk about this for a second um if you don't if you're not aware of your gun okay uh, you just buy it Okay, and you want to learn something. Get on, get on. Any, any kind of venue, especially YouTube. YouTube. Videos out the ying on every, every, oh, sorry about that. On every gun that, um, right. that is possibly, that's out there. And they show you how to take it apart, Part. put it back together. Yep. There's manufacturers. There's regular people. Right. They give you shortcuts. So there's no, really no excuse not to know your firearm. Yep. And, um, that's a responsibility. And we, we're not going to get into that too much, but um, but it's a gun owner's responsibility. To, to keep his firearm safe, to keep it away from unauthorized people, and to know how to use it if they need to. So th- those are the important things. That, that's an important thing before you come to the range. You should know that.
1: You know, another. If you're lucky enough to uh, to have uh, more than one firearm, mm-hmm. uh, which I think a lot of our listeners probably do, mm-hmm. uh, but but if, if you are if you have a second firearm, I would recommend to people that they bring that to the range mm-hmm. uh as you know as well even if they don't use it mm-hmm. uh it's it, they you know if something uh, does malfunction um mm-hmm. or uh, uh, or i don't and they get tired of uh, you know of of one they have to switch to another or whatever it's so but in other words I guess more simply put, it's not doing you any good sitting at home. Right. Correct. Uh, so you might as well bring it with you. Get some practice. And, uh, yeah. And, right. uh, uh, you know, then if, uh, you know, worst case scenario, all of a sudden you have a malfunction that can't easily be corrected. Just something mechanical happens that's going to require a gunsmith. The odds of that, small, mm-hmm. but it's possible. You know, but if you've been out there for five minutes and that happens.
2: just um, ruined your day. That's yeah, not day. exactly. <laughs> You're right. You're so right. At that's least, a good point. Uh, You
1: know, at least you can have that uh, that An uh, extra that thing. firearm. Uh, so. And you know,
2: and, and another thing that's good is if you take your regular, let's say you have a defensive gun that you bought for a defensive uh, situation, that might be 9mm or 380. Um, a lot of the ladies out there are kind of going towards uh, 380s and things that, are easy to manipulate with their hands because they're older. Um, So you have those kind of things, but also bring a 22 and I'll tell you why, because all the, all the targeting stuff that you need to know is putting your, putting your, 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 um, your, um, your sights on the target, hitting your target correctly, shooting—all that distraction of a heavy recoil and big noise is gone when you're shooting a 22. 22 yeah, but you're getting the same exact uh, lesson. Right. When you're shooting the lighter, yeah, mode. you don't
0: need to shoot a 44 to to, to get that feeling. You take that 22 correct.
2: and you get focused. You get correct. You're, you're, you're going. That's yeah. exactly right you know, you're focused
1: along those same lines mm-hmm. uh, and and tying it in with even before you go to the range and I know mm-hmm. we're, t- we're here to talk about sure ranges but mm-hmm. but let me just throw this in there is uh, you can uh, you can do prep work uh, mm-hmm. as well at home you can do maybe it's another topic for another broadcast but all kinds of dry, dry fire mm-hmm. uh, type stuff you can even uh, in uh, in your backyard. Uh, you can set up a little range, not for your, not for your firearm, right? Uh, but they can get all kinds of the, the uh, little uh, pellet guns. That's now, true, and, right? Uh, and BB and guns. Target and is targeting is targeting. Targeting
2: right. is targeting. Yep. And
1: uh, and if nothing else, the mechanics are you know the mechanics are going to be the same. Obviously, you're not going to have the same recoil and the exact same experience, but it's kind of like a warm up. Yeah. or what you may be going to be experienced at a range. I draw. I draw like a a, a golf analogy, uh, for instance. Is uh, you know you can uh, you can do a lot of you know work at home on your golf game, uh, you know, and it's not being at the golf course. It's not even being at the practice range, but it's 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 just uh, at least some additional level of practice that you're getting into, make you more comfortable.
2: Two main things that you have to remember when you buy your firearm, right? Two main things that you should s- stick in your head, okay. Two most important things when you're shooting, and we're not going to get into shooting lessons, but is trigger control and sight picture. So with a twenty two, you can concentrate on where your finger is on a trigger. Uh, you don't have to, you're not anticipating recoil, um, you know, and, uh, and sight picture. You're concentrating on those two most important things. Uh, when you when you're learning to shoot, and that's important for the people that are first coming out there. Mm-hmm. So, um, our range officers on the uh, at our club are more than willing if they're not inundated with people that they got to constantly keep their eye on. They're more than willing to step up and show you a few pointers, okay, and uh, and explain uh, what you need to be doing. So while they do not have a lesson. Uh, that they present, they they they'll keep you straight, okay. In that in that respect, getting back to that part, but uh, yeah,
1: it's it, it's 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 interesting that you bring that up because uh, again, for new shooters, uh, I, I would strongly recommend uh, going out to the range with somebody uh, and, that's experience, uh, and, and has yeah. at least more experience than you. That is correct. If you're lucky enough to have someone with a wealth of experience, that's that's terrific. But understand uh, that they can't be uh, at your station. With you handling your your firearm and putting, you know, they're going to be in maybe the station next to you.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, The
1: safety officer is a different story. If he, uh, you know, if I would, I would for the safety officers out there. I would recommend though is you're probably it's better off to wait for an invite to come to give tips and all that. Unless it's safety, I mean, safety is a whole different thing. But uh, you know, a range safety officer just say this. They're certainly qualified safety officers. And so far as instructors go. Maybe, yes, maybe no, you know, I, 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 and it could be well intended and all that business right, but, you right know, we all have our all have our lanes right uh, so but if uh, if for instance, uh well, let me get into this a little bit. when you go to the range, uh you should have a plan of what you uh, what you would like to accomplish, right, and that goes for anybody that goes for a well experienced yeah, even for
2: an experienced shoot shooter.
1: Uh, you know this is what I'm going to work on today. Right. Uh, this is where you're going to get the most value of it. I mean, quite frankly, and for new shooters, okay, we're going to cut you some slack, right? Uh, you know, but but after a while, just to go to a range, and uh, you know, have your stationary paper target, you know, 25 feet away, and you you know, just loading in a magazine and uh, firing one round off after another, you know, you know what your firearm works. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's what we've accomplished. You know, but uh, but there's a lot to be learned out there. Uh, you know, when uh, when when you're when you're shooting too, just at a, on a preliminary basis, mm-hmm. and where your where your where your shots are landing mm-hmm. is going to tell you a mountain mm-hmm. of what you're doing well and what you're what you're not. Doing well, correct. And for a new shooter, and again, you know, we uh, we don't want to get too carried away with this. So we have limited amount of time, but uh, for a new shooter, uh, he's probably not going to, you know, if everything is going low left,
2: mm-hmm.
1: shocker, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's going to tell you something about what you what you may be doing wrong, uh, or for right. instance, if you have if you have your 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 rounds going all over uh, all over the uh, target that's going to tell you something right you know and uh, so uh, it's so that's where a range officer I mean, that, all that's pretty basic stuff where right. uh, you know a safety right. officer might be able to give you some some guidance so this know, is some guidance
2: that's so, correct and to add a little bit to that and then when a new shooter comes out uh, what I recommend is that they shoot from a sitting position on a rest okay because then like I said, Uh, They're concentrating, they're not concentrating on movement, they're not concentrating on breathing, they're concentrating on putting the firearm in the same place uh, all the time, Pulling the trigger and seeing where the shots. That's a good are going. point because it's in and, in and of itself. It's that.
1: a it's a relaxed position. Mm-hmm. You know, so Correct. that's uh, so that's good. Uh, I just like we're we're running a little long. I would like to just touch okay. on a couple of other things mm-hmm. because we talked a lot today. Uh, really, I think hopefully that'll be of benefit to new shooters or relatively mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. shooters or first or uh, second or third time shooters at a at a range. It's going to take you a few times before you get comfortable at a range, and with an asterisk, you never want to get too comfortable. Right. Right. right pay attention to what you're doing but say for the more advanced uh shooters mm-hmm. that are uh that are out there that are willing to you know that, that not only willing but they want to do more than just go out there and 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 quite frankly you don't want them to get bored and all of a sudden it's ah, i'm tired of going to the range but uh i'd like to just throw out a couple things and hear your guys uh input on the things mm-hmm. that i uh mm-hmm. that, that i found beneficial uh after i was comfortable out on the range and. Uh, you're very restricted rightly so in what you can do at a range I mean you can't be running around you can't be running around hopping up and down or you know whatever you know obviously uh, there's 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 uh sensibilities out there that uh, that that' are that are in place right so having said that uh, here's a couple of things that i that i found helpful Uh, i think at the at at your range and at most ranges for instance you can't draw from a holster
2: that is correct unless you're unless you're in that specific match mode right Uh, we do have modes or matches where you you draw from a holster but if you're just showing up at the range if you're showing up at the range uh usually no yeah so
1: here's an idea uh, that I that I found helpful because uh, f- it's fun, and also I, I found it really uh, found it really beneficial in that you take uh, uh, for your firearm whatever it it, it is, bring multiple magazines uh, out you know out there, and uh, just put uh, put say three rounds in one magazine, one in another, four in another, and low you know low uh, and then mix them all up. Right. Okay. Don't cheat. Right. right. Pick one up and 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 uh, and uh, you know put it uh, put it in your in your firearm and then just go through that cycle. Is so after two rounds now all of a sudden it's, you know it's going to stop. So you have to do a ma- you have to do a magazine reload. Oh, so you do good, that yeah. you, you, you know yeah. and you do that. Now you yeah. don't know if there's one round three rounds it's going to stop. So then you're at least you're handling you know handling your uh, you know your firearms and mm. you're doing magazine changes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's and it's it's not very boring. Right. The other thing is. Uh, and of course, I do this all the time when I'm at the range, mm. is I do left handed shooting. Exactly. Maybe once a year. <laughs> that's, so that's your offhand, right? Right.
0: No, I have to shoot left because I'm blind in my right eye. Okay. okay. So
2: you, you right. learned.
0: You yeah. tell me in basic training how do you do that? Yeah, <laughs> that's true.
2: Yeah. That's pretty hard.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, and I joke because it's frustrating because yeah, because yeah. most people are going to be god awful with their with their non-dominant hand unless you start practicing with it. But look, look at it from a, a realistic point of view, and God forbid you mm-hmm. ever you are, ever are in some kind of confrontation, you know, and your right right arm uh, your right yeah. hand gets uh, injured in the confrontation, either shot or stepped on or hit with a brick or who knows? But it, be, you know, it becomes non-functioning. Now all of a sudden, for the first time in your life, you have your firearm in your left hand. Good luck. That's right. So, That's exactly
2: right. That's right. And and um, and uh, also to add a little bit to that, um, you know, if you're in your house, there's a lot of right angles or, or corners and stuff, and um, you don't just want to go walking out there. Okay, so you might be in an area where you have to use your left uh, hand if you're right-handed. Uh, to go around a corner with your firearm or right hand when you, uh, you know, obviously on yeah. at a, at a, at a right corner. So the, the, the thing is, yeah, you need to practice both, both shooting both ways. Right. But that's a whole thing uh, into defensive shooting. And I don't want to go into that. Right. But, but the point is, yes, you're right. Uh, you should be using both hands. Uh, especially if you hurt one, and that, right. and then a lot of people do. You know, they might fall or whatever, and they got their firearm. Right. They need to use it. They need to know how to use that. That right. that that is and, correct. And I
1: and that and along with your your magazine changes and just putting you know different rounds in the magazine. Yeah. I think if people have fun doing that. Yeah. And uh, you'd be surprised how your how your skill develops. And it's an important skill. Yeah, uh, very you know, important. You know for sure. I mean, it's not as though realistically in a uh, a gunfighting situation that you you know in in the real life. Yeah. You know that you're going to go through an entire magazine. Okay, yeah. but. It is possible that in a real gunfighting situation, that say your second bullet doesn't go, doesn't go through the barrel. <laughs> right. <laughs> One right. reason, and you have but to yeah, do a magazine yeah. change. You have to clear and, and right, uh, right, clear it and right. put in a new, drop it and put in a new magazine right. and all that business. You know, and, yeah. and it's uh, uh, it's a good it's a good skill to have. You know, contrary to to all podcasting uh, uh, rules, I guess I'm going to uh, talk about negatives. Uh, to uh, maybe to finish uh, to, sure. to, to finish things, sure, up. sure, because uh, mm-hmm. I think people need to be aware of uh, you know well, what could be negative about going to a range. I mean, that, you know, you guys have been yapping here for probably an hour about how great range experiences are and you know how much fun you're going to have. But what you know what's what's uh-huh. that's not good about going to a range? I tell you, there are two things that really uh, that really come to mind, and that's. Uh, overconfidence uh, is, right. uh, you know, people can be going to a range consistently. God love them. You know, they're, 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 that that's that's terrific. But you have to realize that what you're doing at a range uh, doesn't—
2: <laughs> It doesn't mimic real life. It,
1: it's, it, it's not, right. It's right not totally right. analogous to a situation you're going to find. There's not too many right. bad guys. You know, <laughs> uh, people break into, into your house, they're going to stop, put a paper target on their chest— <laughs> And wait for you to get a good sight picture. Okay. Right. It's right. Uh, maybe there's right. chances yeah. are no. Chances no. are you know no. no. So you have to realize no. that what you're doing is a great thing. It is okay. right. And and it's a good first step. But you have to realize that you're just you know this is a start again. And uh, again, food for uh, you know other podcasts. But there's all there's all kinds of shooting programs. Yeah. Uh, that uh, you know practical shoot practical shooting where you are moving. And, yeah. And, and I. All, I
2: you know, not to interrupt you, but I, I think that uh, that there's there's another whole world out there yeah. that you could, that we could sit here and talk about right. for hours uh about you know how to self defense stuff and things
1: like that but it's good to get before you get involved in that though it's good like we've been saying is to get yeah. the basics down pat i mean for Correct. a guy that's just starting off and right. all of a sudden yeah. he goes to a practical shooting situation and he's going to be he's, well, he's going to be dangerous to begin with well not only that he's going
2: to be he's going to be uh yeah exactly but they're going to sum up his his experience in like 2 seconds and right. say hey you need to you need to step back and, and right. not do this right, right. now uh, get some more practice under under right. your belt
1: so just just realize yeah. my point is just realize that the range work is terrific uh, but it, it's a start okay it's the basics it's 101 it's point a it's your Correct. first step Correct. whatever you know it's not mm. it's not the it's not the end-all so yeah. I think that's yeah. one thing potentially a negative is just unless you go on and realize that you know it's a, it can be a negative it, it's a positive it's a tremendous positive if you realize that this is my first step, and now I'm comfortable. You know, quite frankly, I'm getting a little tired of just doing this, and, mm-hmm. and I want to do I want to do well, something else. Just understand that those programs are are available. I'm going to give another NRA plug. Mm-hmm. Is, right. uh, you can go to the you know to the NRA and, uh, and uh, look for instruction and all that business. Yes, you, know, you can go on the you
2: can go on the find find a course right right on the on the um, on the NRA uh, go to NRA website find a course near me you can click there and they've got they've got tons of stuff you know yeah. uh, instructor you can even go on to become an instructor and things like that they've got range safety officer yeah. everything so the, the, yeah
1: the other the yeah. other negative uh, in conclusion <laughs> the only negatives I, right I, I want to bring up but i think it's a serious one as well and let me uh, for, i'm sure a lot of of our listeners play golf oh yeah and and so let me draw a quick analogy with uh, with range time and, and And here's the negative that I see there is that a lot of people will go out to a range a golf range you know mm-hmm. if you excuse the yeah. analogy, get a bucket of balls and whack out a bucket of balls and, right and and that's it that's and, it and they think that they' <laughs> that's done, the game they yeah. think that they've done you know a good job practicing and getting ready and all mm-hmm. that stuff and uh you know primarily what you do in a situation like that is reinforce your mistakes, reinforce what you're doing wrong. Okay. You might be trying to compensate for it somehow or another. You know, you aim you aim way off to the left because your ball is going to the right. Whatever it might be, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not really correcting uh correcting your situation right. and making you a better golfer. Right. Or a better shooter. Same thing with going to the range. If you're just out there and you you know, you 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 load up fifty rounds and yeah. and all of us you know, and, and you're you know, you're really not Actually, hitting the broadside of a barn or whatever you know what you 've done you 've reinforced whatever you 're doing wrong right, so the idea would be is to is to burn that negative into a positive you 're out there and you 're having problems okay don 't just keep making those same mistakes, having the same problems that 's when you have to try to find a mentor or an instructor exactly. or, or do some research or whatever like okay all my shots are going high right what does that mean mm-hmm. those answers are available uh, are available to you don't just go out there and just put rounds down mm-hmm. correct and, and hop back in your car and think that you've had a great day at the well, this range. is this is why
2: you, this is why we offer courses at, you know Everybody around Florida offers courses. This is why we do it, so that people that are new to the sport, uh, new to any sport, they have baseball clinics, football clinics. Okay, they have gun clinics. Okay, right. Uh, you learn, you learn about your firearm, and you learn, you learn. Take the course, take a basic course, learn safety first, because right. that's tantamount to everything else, right. and then step up from there. And uh, if you're making mistakes, get with somebody, like you were saying earlier. Get with somebody with experience that can help you in that respect. But the best experience is to have you take a class. You know that's Look, important.
1: I feel I feel responsible in doing this too. It might seem mm-hmm. silly, but again, we don't know how many first-time shooters are listening to, to us right, right now. Right, right. Just go through the they go through the primary safety rules for us, and then primary we'll, we'll safety kind of rules. wrap up with this. Okay,
2: primary safety rules. Always point the gun in the safe direction. Okay? Always keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. Always keep the gun unloaded until you're ready to use. And the best safety is between your ears. Okay. Those are the things you need to remember. Right. There's also a safety triangle. Think about this, a triangle in your head. Okay. One is a person, one is a firearm, one is the ammo. If you remove any part of that triangle, you have a safe situation. So think about that. When you're cleaning your gun doing things like that. Ammo goes out of the room, okay? Obviously, a gun has not come out of somebody's closet, gone down the road and shot somebody, okay? So alone, um, firearms are inherently safe, okay? It's when somebody gets behind there that's evil and wants to do do evil that they become evil. So that's that's how you work it out. Um,
1: Good. That's, but, it's, it's critical. Yeah. And even for experienced shooters, whatever, you know, it's ingrained. But, but it yes. never hurts to hear it. Uh, Correct. Day here again, you know, and uh, I uh, uh, I appreciate you uh, You're going through this with us, Wayne. Uh, to wrap things up, uh, just give us, uh, if you don't mind, give a plug again to uh, yeah. the, the uh, Hernando Sports Yeah, and how well, we get hold of um, you, where you are. and
2: Yeah, come on out. We are, uh, again, uh, on US-19, four miles south of Highway 98 or nine miles north of Highway 50 on the west side of um, US-19, um, $15 a day. Uh, we welcome all shooters, uh, experienced and non. We have uh, lots of different things that you can get involved in. If you become member of the club, um, your whole family can come out. Uh, we've we've got get-togethers, things like that, and of course we offer, which we didn't talk too too much about. Uh, we offer classes that will uh, enhance your experience with firearms. So. Come on out and see us. We've got lots what, of things going what, on. How about the website? Which yeah, the website, website, the website. is um, uh, Hernando Sportsman's Club,
1: www.hernandosportsman'sclub.com. Uh, uh, they, they and for instance, upcoming classes and activities. Yes, can uh, find we, all... we have
2: a CCW class, a concealed carry class, twice a month, first Wednesday, third Saturday of every month. We are booked through October already. Wow. All right. Um, sign of the times. Yes, sign of the times. Yeah. Also, um, I did want to mention one other thing that it's uh, not very expensive, and it's a it's a good good solid course. So um, we don't sign certificates uh, unless you show us that you can do it. Okay, yeah, it's um, critical. It's really important. yeah. And then um, you know, so that's important. And then if you, you want, want to say to, hi
1: to Randy and Diane while you're
2: yeah. Okay. Hi Randy, hi Diane. Okay. Uh Randy's our president, Randy Rickard and Diane uh, Rickard is our um secretary. So uh they 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 are like the backbone of the club. Um uh, <laughs> they've been they're there good. forever, yeah. they're the fixtures. So we're doing pretty good with
1: that. Yeah. Uh I I, w- yeah. I, I, I uh, for let me uh, just tell you this uh on a personal level is uh because again these are NRA members that are listening to our uh, to our podcast mm-hmm. and the club has always been a very big supporter of the uh of the NRA and the uh, friends of the NRA and friends of the NRA mm-hmm. they've been a big uh, they 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 certainly have been more than accommodating to me uh, mm-hmm. In recruiting, uh, you know, in my recruiting efforts, Man. when you guys have gun shows and whatever, and uh, I, you know, I want to thank uh, thank the club for their, uh, you know, for their well, you, actually Rick. years of uh, years of cooperation, and it means a lot. And they're and I got to tell our, our listeners, these are all good people. These are volunteers, and uh, they they spend just an. Ex- Ordinary amount of time, you know, making the club what it is, and it's right. uh, it's, it's it's an awfully uh, awfully nice club, and it's uh, it's a beautiful setting and a uh, really nice uh, a really nice place to, to, to spend some some right worth, and wild time
2: and know? a good so, place to make new friends. Right, and I do want to say this before we end this thing: the club is um, it's an avid supporter of everything on the outside, like 4-H uh, rifle clubs. We do naval sea cadets. We 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 offer them training. Uh, we do Boy Scouts, youth, twenty-two youth groups. So, and everything is free of charge. Wow! Yeah. So, you yeah, know, it's an
1: organization worthy of yeah, our, uh, everything of our is free there's of charge. So there's the club, no question. The club least,
2: supports the community. That's important, yeah. And uh, you know that that that's very important. That the club is out there supporting all that all the kids, right? Because we know that that's our future, and we have to get children involved. Um, so that they, you know, they promote the the sport down the road. Otherwise, it's going to fester and die. Yeah. So we want to want to keep that going.
1: Okay, very good. Huh? Well, let me uh, thank thank you, Wayne. It's been uh, it's been fun. Uh, hopefully, our uh, our listeners have gotten something out of it. From a personal point of view, I just want to remind everybody you can get uh, get a hold of uh, me at. Uh, best thing is uh, just go to the website uh, homeguardassociates uh, dot com. Uh, And as you guys all know, I am the regional NRA recruiter. So I'm going to give a brief plug here is, uh, you know, obviously uh, what I normally do is not happening. uh, (laughs) Going to the festivals and gun shows and clubs and all that. Uh, So I want to remind you, though, to please keep your NRA membership current. Uh, I could hardly I've been at this for a while and can hardly think of a more critical time uh, for you to be uh, current members than right now. So, uh you can uh, you can go to my website. Uh you can do your renewal right from the uh, website uh if you wish. Uh you can give me a call if you want. All my contact information is right on the on the website. Uh insofar as your NRA membership goes and uh, to maybe upgrade it. Uh if you're a year member, maybe do a, a three-year or five-year membership. Lifetime membership would be fantastic, but please uh don't, you know, we all have a lot on our minds right now. Correct. But, uh, please don't let this slip. In about a hundred some days, uh, our country is going to make a critical decision. and uh, the NRA uh, is very active politically, as you all know. and uh, you know, politics is money, money is politics, and uh, your membership dues are what uh, make the engine uh, make the engine run. Last but not least, uh, let me have your feedback on the uh, on the podcast. If you have any uh, ideas for future podcasts, uh, let me know uh and we're uh uh we're happy to uh happy to accommodate them if they're good ideas. <laughs> yeah, right, right. If they're not such good ideas never, yeah, never mind. Yeah, so, <laughs> never mind. But uh on, but sincerely uh I, I I appreciate you folks listening and don't uh, don't hesitate to give me uh, give me some feedback and uh I'll turn it back to our uh, director here uh, cousin <laughs> Vinny.
0: Yeah, anyway, uh, thank you uh thank you Rick and thank you Wayne. Uh Excellent, excellent uh, information. I think that everyone's going to come away with a really good depth of knowledge. And there's a lot of misinformation out there. And so I think that you guys have got the source so that if they do have questions, they can ask questions to people who have been doing this a really, really long time. And uh, I, d- I deeply appreciate that. Anyway, this is Cousin Vinny on the Cousin Vinny Network. We are now part of the Home Guard Associates. They're part of the network. They're, we're going to be doing some other podcasts. We're going to be bring more information out there for those of you who are seasoned uh, people in NRI, NRA have been a member or those of you thinking about it. And ladies, um, you know, you're know you all welcome. And it's, and it's a unique type of a situation. Again, thanks for listening. This is the Cousin Vinny Network. Thank you for listening to Cousin Vinny Network. Come back to hear more of the good, the bad, and the ugly, and be sure to share our podcast. Hey, drop me a line on our Facebook page at the Cousin Vinny Network. Or if you'd like to be a guest, give me a call at 888-738-7381. That's 888-738-7381. And again, please share our podcast. And if you can, take some time to visit our sponsors at CousinVinnyNetwork.com. Without them, this network would not be possible at all.